Welcome to the Bogart Podcast. Uh, season four episode, not really sure, but we're going to go with it. I'm Evan Bogart. With me is Nick Duder. There he is. There I am. Rock, rocking the Rangers jersey. Uh, yeah. When's, when's the next game? I can't remember. I believe it is on a Monday. Let's take a look here real quick. I think, yeah, I think it's on a Monday because you said they had a Monday the 5th at 7 p.m. Colorado is at New York. Yeah. It's going to be a really good game. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I turned on the TV the other day to find something to watch and I was like, well, I wonder what the Rangers are up to. And then my luck, it was on a bye week and I couldn't watch them. But um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you got me into hockey. You got me into hockey. It, it, you know, it's crazy. It's fun, man. It's a fun, fun watch. Of course, being at the game is a lot, is a lot better, but it's a fun watch. Yeah, for way. sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, got into that and uh, football season's over. That sucked. <laughs> um, you know, I went. America lost. Me and my one buddy, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods to buy a jersey for the game. Spent $130 on a jersey. And then we went to Target and saw the same jersey. It was, I don't think it was made by like Nike and this was an official jersey, but they had jerseys there for 50 bucks. It was the Chinese kid version. Yeah. And I, I just, I was so pissed. I was like, well, you know, I, I spent all this money for one game and now they're out for the rest of the season. It sucked. Yeah. I was pretty upset. I mean, I thought the Bills were going to go all the way, but I mean, no. knowing our luck, good old they fuck up when. I really wanted either the Lions or the Ravens to win. Neither one did. So yeah. I'm just like, I got to sit here and be like, do I want to cheer for Taylor Swift or California? And I'm like, I'd rather not. I'd rather cheer just for. lay down and go to sleep. Yeah. Except I we we're gonna get into it today. There was a, you know, we'll save it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, worth a surprise. Yeah. Me. So there's conspiracies out there that the NFL already has the script written for the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs are going to win 27, and then the or the 49ers are going to win or lose by 14. Like, this is already, like, there's so many conspiracies that, like, uh, what is the guy that's dating Taylor Swift? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's gonna go to the fifty line or fifty yard line and propose to Taylor Swift. What do you think? <laughs> this is this is this is a conspiracy. They have it all. I'm telling you right now, if, if that plays out the way it does, I'm never watching another game of football in my yeah. entire life. Ne- never, never. I will boycott the NFL if that is if that comes to fruition. Yeah. Call me what you want, man. I don't want to see that. Like, I just want to see a bunch of guys hit each other. Yeah. I'm not there to watch uh, Days of Our Lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just getting so annoying now. It's just, it's getting to a point where it's like when they, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs play any team, the main focus is just on Taylor Swift being in the box. They're just like, oh, well, Taylor Swift's here. It's like, Taylor Swift's not football. Did you see that guy that made the, the comedian that made the joke of like, he was on, I think it was the Golden Globes. He said something like, because Taylor Swift was there for some reason. It was either the Globes or the the Grammys. I forgot what it was. Taylor Swift was in the audience. And he was like, 
you made the joke of like this program gets a lot. Uh, what's the difference between this program and the NFL is that this one gets less shots of Taylor Swift or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they panned over to her and she was like super triggered by that. Like, yeah. Come on, man. You're like a, almost a billionaire. Yeah. Take a joke. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's getting fucking old. It's getting to a point now where it's like I look on Facebook and it, it's just, oh, well, Taylor Swift is at the football game. And it's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> It's just getting old. Along that same line, this like kind of brings back to um, oops, from the like the very first episode we did together when we were in the shed mm-hmm. about AI. And, yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard the story. The story, but like they found somebody was making a lot of like X-rated AI photos of Taylor Swift. Oh and yeah, so I did it, hear about and that. It, and it, because it was Taylor Swift, like this has been happening to people. Like less famous people have been getting deep faked in like. I don't know if I can say this on YouTube, but like pornographic material. Yeah. And it's been like this huge up, like this huge uproar for the community. And then once Taylor Swift gets into it, then it goes to legislation. Then it goes into the, the, uh, the governmental bodies and bureaucracies that they're like passing. They're going to try to pass a law that says you can't like, this is illegal. You can't be doing this. And this harkens back to my point that we're such the, in such of the early stages of AI that, you know, stuff like this is going to pop up. And, yeah. You know, new laws are going to be passed. People are going to be taken advantage of. People are going to lose jobs. People are going to be deep faked into yeah. scenarios they never consented to. So it's just like, that's yeah. a, that's, I won't say it's a plus that she's been deep faked, but it's a plus for the battle against Lanced AI, AI yeah. being as powerful as it is. Yeah. So, well, there was, um, there was, I, I saw this, in the news, but there was uh, AI generated uh, uh, voice calls that are telling her it would be like a girl calling its, her mother and being like, Hey, I got kidnapped. I need a thousand dollars. And then they would wire the money, but it, it, the, the phone call sounded like the daughter because they took yeah. her voice yep. and put it in some generator. And then, yeah, it's fucking scary, man. It's, it's really scary what these AI bots can do and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so we're back. We're back from, uh, a long break. Little hiatus. Yeah. We took a, we took a break. Um, I was physically and mentally drained from the holidays and, you know, in, it was just boiling up to a point where I just needed to just lay low. I needed to get some R&R in there. Yeah. Just, you know, just spend time living and just not worry about anything, you know, just enjoy life and stuff like that. And, um, now we're back to not enjoying life. Yeah. So now, now we're back. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's just, uh, the holidays. I mean, I had a great holiday. I really did. You know, I'll, I'll, t- I'll say a good uh, story for later, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was just training. It really was. And I needed to pay off some credit cards, so I needed to work more. So I picked up overtime at work, and yeah, so. Yeah. But, um, but how was your break, my friend? Man, we're going back now. It's what, yeah. February 1st or 2nd? Let's see. I think it's third. the third. Yeah. It's off by two there. Um, yeah. We're, I forgot when the last... Did we do one before Thanksgiving? We did one before Thanksgiving talking about your friend's Black Friday, how he bought the PS3s or 4s. Yeah, I so don't we think did... we, we didn't use the episode, though, because I wasn't happy with it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Did you want to talk about that 
friend with the Black Friday or not really? Mm. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, we could bring it up a little bit later, maybe. So Black Friday sucked. I was over in the other side of the, of the warehouse, but. Yeah. It, um, Christmas was, was good. I got to see my family, you know. Um, it's get, we're at the point now where everyone's a little a little bit older and spread out across the country. So my cousins, we got one in Ohio, we got one in Tennessee, and then one in New York. So it's hard to get everybody in there now because we're all kind of grown up. And but yeah, yeah. The I can't remember. I think I think the cousin from Tennessee did come up though. But yeah, yeah. It's hard to get the Ohio folks to come over, which is funny because. My cousin who lives in Tennessee is more is more willing to like fly up versus my cousins in Ohio than to drive like six hours, seven hours. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is it most? Is your most of your family in Ohio? Nope. Um, I I don't think most of my family is anywhere because they're all spread out. Yeah, my mom's side of the family used to be all in New York, in in, in Utica, in the uh, Utica New Hartford surrounding area. But now, like I said, my cousin. Her and her boyfriend live in Syracuse. My other cousin, her and her boyfriend live in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And my other cousin got married recently, and her and her husband live somewhere in Ohio. Yeah. And then my dad's side of the family, they're in Montana, Colorado, Maryland. So. Oh, man, you got, it's really spread out. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. But, um, yeah, that's what... That's what you do when you grow up, man. You, you yeah. get out of the get out of the house and you go you go find your way and you go and make it work wherever you can. I'm surprised my cousin uh, chose to live in New York and is like okay with that. I'm trying to convince her to be like you know why why are you still living here? But yeah, because he, living here is freaking tough, man. I, yeah. Well, I uh, you know people ask me why I still live here. Like um, you know, I, my family, uh, it's a little spread out, but not really. Um, they kind of live in the Finger Lakes area. My parents moved, uh, because my, uh, brother had kids and stuff like that. So needed to be in, um, that area to help, you know, raise the two girls, my two nieces. Um, but I think when my parents moved, they were like, yeah, you we're moving. So you need to find a place to live. So I was like, oh, fuck, like, where do where do I go? Like, what do I do? And luckily enough, like, uh, I came into a little money and I bought the place that I live in now. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, my family lives in, like, the Monroe County area. Okay. Um, majority of... Both sides, too? Um, no, uh, my dad's side, uh, only, my, uh, I only have one aunt, and that's it. And then my mom's side has, like a crazy amount of family. Like, um, like we, I have so many like cousins and stuff like that. It's a big Italian family. Um, uh, my grandmother's still rocking it. And she, I think she's like 90, uh, I think she's like 98 or something like that. Amen, she, man. Yeah. I have a gra- my great grandmother is 99. No, either 99 or hundred. Yeah. I don't know when she broke it. I think she's 99. Yeah. I mean, she she told us that she wants to live to be a hundred, like that's her goal. Centennial. It's, yep. Just live to be a hundred. Say that she lived to be a hundred. Take me, take me the hell out. Yeah, and then after that, I don't know. I guess die or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah. So um, my my holiday was not that bad. Um, I it was funny. This uh, 
So Laura was bummed about something. I think it was school or something, or she was like, oh, well, why, you know, she was not having a good time doing school. So yeah. I was like, I was like, um, I'll, I'll give her one of her presents early. So I went online and I found her college uh, store and there was a bunch of uh, apparel merch. Yeah. A bunch of merch. So I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, merch. I'll buy a bunch of merch. And so one night she was feeling, you know, down and I was like, oh, you know, here's a little school spirit. That's what I said. And I gave her the box and it, inside was like a bunch of apparel and stuff. And she got so excited, you know, it was oh, that's good, man. first, that's good. uh, a, I got her a hoodie, which was pretty expensive. And then like a shirt. And I think altogether, the total of that was like $175 or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like it was not cheap. No, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, that shit, I mean, is not cheap. So I gave it to her. Like, I think it was like four weeks before Christmas. Four so, weeks. So, um, and then she's like, well, now, now I got to give you a present. And then we, we just ended up opening up all our presents. <laughs> like we didn't, we, we didn't wait for Christmas. We didn't, uh, it was just, I give, I gave her her gifts. She gave me mine and you know, that was right. it. And it was like way before Christmas. Like we, on Christmas day, we didn't do jack shit. I think we slept in until like one in the afternoon and like that was it. Um, yeah. We spent time like the night before Christmas Eve, we spent time with Laura's family. That's good. And um, yeah. So, I mean, it was a, it was a quiet Christmas. It was not nothing too exciting. Not a creature was staring. Yeah. Not even a Bogart. And then I think it was like the weekend before Christmas, we went up to my parents, took a Friday off of work, Went up there Friday again, went left Sunday and, uh, yeah, I mean, that was fun too. Um, funny story. So we were, uh, my parents were like, Oh, let's go to this antique shop. So we, we went and, uh, I had to go to dollar general and pick up some, uh, just toiletries and stuff like that. And there was a dispensary right next door to dollar general. So I was like, all right, I, I kind of want to visit this on the way home or way out. So, and then I saw another one and I'm like, well, now I really want to go. So I was like, Laura, let's make up a lie. Let's say that we had to go to Kohl's or something for like presents. So we ended up, I told my parents, I'm like, yeah, we got to go to Kohl's and pick up presents. We, we went to both dispensaries and then we ended up actually going to Kohl's because we felt bad that we lied. So, Post dispensary clarity. What's that? Post puff clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post puff clarity. So, uh, yeah, went to the dispensary, spent spent way too much money, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, my parents. I'm pretty sure my mom will see this and probably frown upon me lying and go to. The Sorry, dispensary. Mr. Bogart. I should have. I should have been there to stop him. Yeah, it was, it was obviously my Nick, my job. Nick Duder. And I dropped the ball heavily. Uh, he didn't text me. He was like, no, don't do this. No, don't, don't go to the dispensary. But, um, yeah, I mean, and then, uh, I spent a crap load of money on my nieces, uh, went to five below, you know, and Dude, that store makes a killing. They got, oh. they got stuff in there. That's just crazy good. Yeah. But you know, it sucks now because they sell stuff that, uh, is above a $5 now. So it's inflation, baby. Yeah. Sucked. But uh, yeah, five below. Yeah, it is dangerous. I I. What do you think they should call the store now? Like five or something? 
five plus five or something yeah five or something yeah you know just but uh yeah i mean i i spent a pretty penny and yeah i'm happy i'm not buying presents anymore for anyone i'm not doing anything it's just now it's like uh i think uh the next thing i'll have to buy is valentine's day uh valentine's day flowers for laura and chocolate for me yep chocolate for nick but you don't really eat sweets though right mm, i try not to but. yeah you have your daily protein shake and when someone <sighs> brings cookies in, you'll have that right maybe i mean usually they're gone by the time i even get in there they're like look at them we had other day at work we had someone brought in um cookies from a bakery and they were sitting on the table forever like just dried up dirty old cookies and our one of our bosses was like oh you know i'll have one of these i'm like it's been sitting there for like for three four days he's like oh it's all right and he bit into one of them it sounded so fucking dry just disgusting like he bit into a potato chip yeah like <laughs> yeah it was just it was such a a disgusting cookie and uh, it's just it made me cringe i was like uh, you know i don't know about this dirty old cookies that have been sitting on the break room counter forever you know uh, but yeah i don't know uh so uh i wanted to say a little bit about our merch uh i'm probably gonna close the merch store for a little while because my free trial ran out of uh, uh shopify and i don't want to pay like 36 dollars a month for just maybe one to zero sales so uh you can directly um message me uh you can either either you either can do it on the bogart podcast at gmail.com or uh you can do my personal email it's evanbogart66 at gmail.com if you want a uh, hoodie or merch uh just email me and i'll ship one out to you it's just that the shopify is so expensive we also got the instagram too if you want to dm on the instagram oh yep instagram bogart podcast uh the bogart podcast and instagram uh facebook too uh the uh the anyway bogart. you can find us if yeah you want to purchase some merch just reach out on those platforms yeah and we'll take a look at them yeah and then um we'll uh we'll figure it out you know um i remember when i first did uh the basement podcast it was a podcast i did back in 2008 2009 um i didn't know how the internet worked i just made a website and uh you know and it was just the most sketchiest thing ever i made t-shirts um that i sold maybe like two out of the hundred i bought um the rest of them i used for like towels just like dried up spills and shit and then i would toss oh, them out so i lost a lot of money it was bad um and then i made waterproof stickers but i basically what i did was i printed out stickers on a printer and then sprayed them with um this is a waterproof adhesive and I was like, oh, I'll save money. And it smelled like ass. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It just smelled like, uh, you know, just like, just paint. It smelled like paint. And I'm like, I can't ship these out. They smell like ass. <laughs> and so, um, but I, I used to make merch just uh, the most ghettoest way possible and 
tried to sell it. That's what and, you do when you start out, man. Yeah. And so, but now I got, hey, if you want stickers, message us. I'll, I'll send you out uh, some of our test tri- trial run stickers. I'll they'll, they'll be free. I'll send them out. I got to get rid of them, you know. And uh, it was when I bought the Cricut, um, uh, it's kind of like a CNC machine for arts and crafts. I bought one, made a ton of them, and uh, I sold it. I was it was collecting dust, and I sold the cricket machine, yeah. and uh, you know, and I wish I didn't because I made some cool decals on it and stuff like that, and now I don't have it. But but uh, yeah, so reach us out on social media. Uh, if if you're a band and you want your music on our podcast, reach out to us. We'll play any kind of music you you want. Um, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, follow us too. It's going to be a good time. All right. Uh, where are we at? All right. 21 minutes. So let's go. Well, first up we'll do, we'll do is this Roblox streamer. Oh, wait, I got notes. Oh, the Apple vision pro. Let's talk about that first price tag for that bad boy. I think it's like $3,000. Um, and yeah, not, not, so, oh, I can't hear myself now. If there we go. Uh, I think you're on two. There we go. Yeah. So, um, this, this, um, this is crazy. $3,000 for a VR set that I think it's basically what it is, is just, uh, Oculus that, uh, you could, is a web browser too. It's um, got its own operating system okay vi- called vision os now i'm a huge apple guy i'm a i would consider myself a fanboy but i'm gonna be honest with you guys this thing looks like hot trash yeah i'm not a fan of it mm-hmm. not this iteration of it maybe in the future when they can make it sleek like some ray-bans yeah but that huge goggle on your face i, I don't know man I, I don't know like i'm also struggling to figure out what the utilitarian purpose of that is what, why do you need, like, I got, I got an iPhone, I got an iPad, why do I need something right on my face? Like, I just don't understand. Um, they show, like, you can watch movies in a bigger screen. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, is it going to be 4K? Is it going to be the same amount of pixel? Is it going to be, um, you know, is the streaming uh, quality going to be really good? We haven't seen any of it yet. You know, people have been getting some test run alpha kits of it, mm. but... It's also like four grand, I think. MSRP. Oh, is it four grand? I I thought. Oh no, it's thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, I think the price tag is on that. So like four grand. Yeah, four grand with, um, with tax and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just I feel like they're trying to compete with the Oculus and them, but they want to up everyone. They want to make sure they have the best things in it. Yeah, but the and, Oculus and stuff, those are like the MetaQuest. Those are. I think geared a lot more towards gamers. Gamers, yeah. Whereas the Vision Pro, like I said, it just it's using the Apple ecosystem a lot more. So all of your photos, FaceTime, Apple TV apps, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. all of your you know Apple apps, you can just kind of see it in augmented reality. But I just can't get over the. I just I I could never see myself putting on the goggles for like an everyday usage. Yeah. I just I don't know. I just yeah. I mean. I just plus we haven't seen any studies on the effects of eye health and the safety of it, you know, in the long term run. 
there's already studies that even looking at a phone screen, like, what is this, like, a foot away from you? Yeah, yeah. It, well. it has effects on your eyesight in the mm -hmm. long run. Like, that's been studied. But we all say, okay, we have to deal with that because it's part of our everyday lives. This is an, a, a, a utility that almost every human being in the 21st century has an, a some sort of smartphone, a screened phone, because that's just how the world is. That's how you connect with people. It's how you stay up to date. Yeah. How you use technology to your advantage. But, you know, we haven't seen tests on how these goggles are going to... And I think there's, they're still doing tests with, like, the MetaQuest and the Oculus kind of stuff like mm -hmm. that. But, like I said, for gamers, you know, you put it on, you play a game for, like, maybe an hour. Yeah. And then you take it off. And you, but this thing is, like, designed to be... Just worn 24-7. It's designed because, like, all of the stuff that's in it is like your everyday usage stuff. Mm. It's not like just like a single use for like a video game where you, the idea is you play it for like a little bit and you take it off. Mm -hmm. But there's also, I think the battery life is only like a couple of hours. I think oh, really? Like two to three, maybe. I, I, I'm not, don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. But I thought the battery life was not like all day battery life. Yeah. But. They'll probably do with the, um, on the Oculus, they have like battery packs that you can buy oh, that yeah? attach to like the side of it and then it will last longer. Okay. Because I bought an Oculus. Uh, I basically bought it because my nieces, see, my nieces, I wanted to be the cool uncle and to have like the coolest toys and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, I basically bought it just Bogart's my, got the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I bought it um, not knowing that there's, there's a newer Oculus out there. And I'm like, well, I should have bought the, the newest one. <laughs> I got, that's, I got that's the, always the thing, the newest one. Yeah, and I was like, well, now I got the old one, and I don't know. But it, you could still play the old Oculus or the new Oculus games on the old ones. So. Uh, along that line, did you hear about the Apple Watch um, like suit? No. So like the new Apple Watches, there's like, I think it is the EKG, like the cardiac sensor yeah. technology. There was a, apparently like a patent for that by another company. Mm -hmm. So they actually had to recall all the Apple Watches that had that, had that or stop selling them. It was like a, a recent suit that they went after that. So I'm wondering if we'll see like an Apple Vision Pro might have some patented technology from Oculus or MetaQuest or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I, was, I have an Apple Watch that has one of those. So it's, I might return and see what I can get for money. I don't use my Apple Watch. I should because I should start trying to get in shape. But yeah. Well, I bought, so when I got my first Galaxy phone, I bought um, a, a Galaxy watch from Amazon. It was a renew. It was like a refurbished one. Yep. Had it, wore it for maybe two months, and then I was like, uh, I'm not going to wear this anymore. Like, um, it's just when you look at your watch during work, it makes work time go so much slower. Like, you you're like oh well uh, you know it's been it's probably been a while you look at your watch it's only been like five minutes and so i i had to stop wearing watches you're like all right time to go to lunch yeah 10 o'clock yeah i mean it's i can't i just can't wear watches at work or look at the time at work because when i start working at looking at the clock i'll look at it every five minutes thinking it's been like a half hour 45 minutes so i mean it's yeah i mean i just think like we are just getting so much into the minutia of like degradation of products. And like the iPhone, it was crazy. It's crazy impressive. It's crazy um, 
the usages of it, the iPad, the MacBook, but like the Apple Watch, I was skeptical of. Like, why do I need like a, a phone on my hand? I already have a phone, and then now we have the Apple Vision Pro, which is like, why do I need my phone right up against my eyelids? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> pretty soon we'll have like an an eye fridge that just has all of your. Apple Music and Apple Photos on the fridge. Oh, and you can just like t- like it, it. will get to that point, ladies and gentlemen. It yeah. will get to the point where Apple like just Apple or Amazon, everything in your home is going to be connected to the cloud, and everything's going to be connected. Like we'll, we'll get in that direction. So yeah, buckle up. Yeah, this is the, I think this is the beginning of it. So you know, funny story about the refrigerator that you were talking about. Um, my brother. Um, so I get to his house on uh, celebrating Christmas and whatnot. He has a smart fridge. And I was like, man, this is pretty, pretty cool. And so I was like, can you like see what's in your fridge? Like, you know, there's a camera pointing and he's like, yeah, he didn't even know basically how to use it. <laughs> Cause I was like, yeah, I just want to, I just want to see what's in the fridge, you know? And so I, you know, he's like clicking the buttons and stuff like that. And he, he couldn't figure it out. I feel like he bought it just so, because it was a smart fridge and, you know, and I, I don't know how to explain it. It was like, yep. it's just. He bought it because it looked cool, and but he don't know how to use. He doesn't even know how to use it. But uh, yeah, my brother's just like me though. He they we like new technology. We like uh, everybody does. Yeah, everybody wants to be the new kid on the block with yeah. the new stuff. Um, but yeah, I bought or so I my phone was paid off. Um, so I upgraded to the Galaxy Fold Five, which you. You were like, well, what are you doing? Like, I definitely ribbed, ribbed on Bogart. Yeah. His, his uh, pocketbook. But, you know, it's, I like it. The only thing, though, I think it has a, uh, a little bug where it sounds like um, when I use it, it will make this like beep sound that it sounds like when you hang up the phone, that makes that notification sound that you hung up the phone. It constantly makes that noise. I don't know what I have no idea. And then it yeah. opens apps automatically, like my capital one. I'll be like just watching a video and then the capital one app will open. And I'm like, what the hell? But um, yeah, I don't know if that's a bug and I maybe have to upgrade the software to it, but update it, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but I like the phone though. I, uh, I like the, the, I love phones with big screens. Don't know why. I had one, I had the best phone ever. So when I, it was, this was back in 2015, something like that. Uh, Walmart had one phone that was honking huge. Like it was like, like it was basically a tablet, tablet. Yeah. But it it was the coolest thing ever. It shit the bed when I uh, bought it and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh man, you know, should I buy another one? You know, but then I was like, ah, eh, you know, it's going to be another poop phone where it's going to die like yeah. two months after you get it. So it, I ended up just going with Spectrum and getting their phones and stuff it's, like that. It's pretty crazy. Like I, I grew up in a time where I remember having a flip phone. Like I was talking to you about this at work. Of yeah. course I was in elementary school when I had a flip phone, but the, the joke is like my dad was, would tell me like he misses the days where you had the flip phone and you could be like, and good day, sir. And like slam the, yeah, the shell, whip it, and slam, hang up on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you can't now it's like, it's not the same when you're just like, you hit the button. You used to be able to like really let, let them feel it. And you hurt, you hoped in the back of your mind that the other person could hear the slam yeah, yeah, right yeah. before. It yeah. I had that. And then I had like the, the octane that had like the actual keyboard. Yep. 
that uh, texting on that was so fun, so much fun. That was the highlight of the entire phone was texting. Like text, yeah. Nowadays, people text make just text like they and they barely even care. Like I remember when texting was cool. Like yeah, it was an event. Like you got to be, you actually felt cool texting somebody with your big freaking fat thumbs on the tiny little yeah. keyboard. Made it work somehow. Yeah. And then I got my iPhone, and then life has just been never the same since. Well, I will see. I had um, a track phone, um, and. This was back in like 2006, and uh, each text message that you sent was five cents. (laughs) So I remember filling up my um, my phone with credits, and then being gone within two days because I would text, and it would cost me five cents, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So then I went with Verizon, and this was when data was just getting into phones and stuff like that. So they had unlimited data. They didn't have any caps on it. So I remember just, we had no internet at my house, my parents' house. So what I do is when I tether the phone to the TV and basically I got like Netflix (laughs) and everything right to the phone or right from the phone to the TV and uh, but then they said that uh, I was using too much data and they were going to cut off my service if I didn't reduce the amount of data I use. And then like a couple of years later, they ended up with the unlimited up to 30, uh, was it, I think, uh, gigabytes of data. Then that's just, how is that unlimited? How can you call well, that unlimited? See, I have um, Spectrum Un- uh, Unlimited Plus where you get 30 um, uh, gigabytes of uh, data. After the 30 gigabytes, it, um, it um, slows down. So uh, I, I don't know. It's really weird. They they say it's unlimited now, but it really isn't. Like no service <laughs> is unlimited. If you use too much data, they'll slow down your phone. So. I mean, it's, I, I had a pay as you gig, pay, pay as you go. And pay I as you gig. pay as you gig. And it was just really expensive because I would use more than one gigabyte of uh, right. data. So I ended up just going to the unlimited plus. I think it's like uh, $39 a month. And I love it. Like, I listen to music at work and my shows and yeah. And I got Sirius satellite radio thinking I was going to use it. Funny story about that. Um, so I had this one app that has radio stations throughout the whole world. And there's this one Dutch radio station. It's a college rock radio station and it has no ads. It plays all the music I love and it's free. And I paid for Sirius satellite radio just to get that station, um, not to get that station, but get a station just like it. And I now I got to cancel the Sirius satellite because why should I? Why would I pay if I can find get it for free? You know, so yeah. I don't know. All right, my friends, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, uh, we had some news articles, uh, and then at the end of the show, I have a big announcement. All right, we'll be back right after this.
And we're back. Um, so we have some news articles or and videos. Uh, we're going to start off with a uh, a Roblox streamer named Pow Envy, and this kid, I, you know, he has an interesting story, like a very interesting story. Um, so background about him he you know he plays video games as a streamer uh i imagine he makes his money what probably like donations and shit um like uh i don't know how that really works yeah. like streaming and stuff like that um you know i know how like uh certain youtubers um have um they they do like a live and then people donate and then that's how they make their money but this robox streamer takes it to a new level uh he has the most dirtiest lifestyle in the whole world uh here's some of it uh i'll play it for you right now cleaning my room as a roblox streamer it's just it's just first i get started with the bed stand this is where i have all my waters for my daily hydration as you can see it's so gross i'm getting the floor clean now still got a long way to go i then grab the vacuum Look out the stains on the carpet. Most everything. Still got some stuff on the side to tidy up. And now my Roblox streams are ready to resume. Uh, I love Roblox. I love Roblox. I love. I wonder Ro if. Um, I'm gonna see. Now I I made the the on the on the archived podcast. I made the claim that I don't think it was. I don't think it was real. I thought it was a skit or yeah. a shtick or. Something like I didn't think it was real. Now, if you if you look at other videos that he does, satire is what the word is. Yeah, is. I thought it was satirical. But if you look at other videos he he does, he his parents kicked him out, right? Because he was bringing in roaches in the house. But I'm thinking his family was is rich because he. He either makes a lot of money Robox streaming because he bought a house or rented a house. I don't know. Either one or the other. It's like a huge house and he has all his friends living in it. That's what I mean when I say like it, it's fake. Like it's. I don't know, man. I think this is real. I think. You think it's real. You think it's completely genuine and authentic. Well, why would you make something up where it would make you look horrible? For the, simply for the views. Yeah. Simply for the the clout, entertainment value, the meme value, getting your name on the internet, getting it passed around. Yeah. Like he might have a complete, he might have a completely different life on in in his own private life. He might have friends, a, a real girlfriend, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna pretend like I'm just a filthy animal, and see see how famous I can get. But uh, that's like something I don't think you would be proud of. I mean, if it made you money, I guess, but. You might I, be just doing it as a joke, like just having, know, having fun with everybody. I think this is real. I think this kid is a dirty little snot nose Roblox right. streamer. I guess I come from the the Gen Z that you know will do anything to be famous generation. So yeah, I'm just I take everything that I see on the internet with a grain of salt. Now it's like, which sucks. Like I because there's genuine things that happen that I'm like, I just don't even believe it, and it turns out to be true. And I'm like, oh well, that's just been because so many things have been lied about, and so many things have been just a masquerade that it's hard to tell when people are being genuine. So when I see something like this, I'm like immediately, I think views, I think cloud, I think meme, I think he's trying to do it as like a persona mm -hmm. to get the money or to yeah. promote his, like 
people be like, well, what the hell is this guy kid doing on Roblox? He's so filthy. Let me check out his Roblox. And then he gets views on the Roblox, which turns mm-hmm. into revenue eventually. Yeah. Like that's just, that's what I think is going on. Yeah. Evan thinks he's legitimately. I think he's real. Yeah. I think, I think he's real. I think he's real. I think this Easter kid. Money. Well, it, it's just, if you watch any other of his videos, you'll see like actual cockroaches in the room. Like he'll be like, Oh, I made a pet cockroach. And I, I think that if you were making something up, you wouldn't show a cockroach, you know, just like walking around just like, and he's like, Oh, I only take, you know, showers like once a month. <laughs> like I, I think this is real. I think this kid is really gross. Um, if you watch another, some of his videos, he is his girlfriend. It's like on and off girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. This kid is, he's just something else. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you're not a messy person, right? You, you do you, are you like, do you have a room? Like I am a, this I am a male. So that's yeah, what I'll say. Yeah. I don't think it's within the male species to be uh, overly clean. Mm-hmm. Not filthy, but clothes sometimes get on the ground. They sometimes surround the bed. Yeah. Well, guys, it's just, yeah. it's just in our nature to be a little messy, but I'm, I'm nowhere near that level of either satire or being genuinely that filthy. So yeah, no. Um, I yeah, sh- I, I shower on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, say that th- like it's a flex. Yeah. <laughs> I shower on a regular basis. Yeah. I, um, so I, I don't like mess. I, I can't stand it. Like if something's really dirty, I got to clean it. There's sometimes where I'll be lazy and be like, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. But I, yeah. I am a clean person. I, I don't let the house get too crazy. I mean, I have clutter. I have like, paperwork from like that came from the mail just laying on the counter but i'm not like a messy um like leave dirty dishes in the sink kind of guy i i like a clean lifestyle i like like my house smelling good um you know i you know i don't know it's not always like that you know but uh, no, it's good, good qualities to have i mean nobody yeah. wants to walk into a messy house and stuff so but i if i let's say i had a dirty house and it started getting cockroaches i'd move <laughs> i'm out i'm out like i can't cockroaches i've only seen one cockroach in my life it was uh so we were taking a vacation down to florida at disney world and we booked a a, a hotel at the resort and so my parents, we were walking, we got from the airport to the hotel, we're walking up and there's literally a cockroach on our hotel door, just chilling, staring at us like, Hey man, you're not getting in here. So, um, my mom was like really, really pissed. Cause we had a long flight. I actually wasn't that long. It was what, like an hour or something to flight, but my parents were pissed. So they are like, we need the house of head cleaning up here right now. And so, yeah, but like the Southern States, those where they get cockroaches, yeah. just anywhere with warm, warm weather. Um, we don't, I don't think there's a lot of cockroaches in New York. We get stink bugs. Yeah. Stink bugs. Oh, those suck, dude. Dude. So the other night. They um, look evil and they just, they pop up. They're slow. They're, they suck, man. Yeah. <laughs> they suck. So Sorry, but they do. one night I was uh, watching TV. And 
I smell something burning. I'm like, what the hell is that smell? So I thought it was underneath my trailer. I'm like, oh crap, there's electrical fire and whatnot. So, um, it was a stink bug landed in our, uh, light, uh, over in our living room and it started burning. So the stink bug oh, released yeah. the stinkness plus the smell of burning plus like it was just uh, smell was so bad and I had an edible so I'm like freaking out I'm like <laughs> I'm like oh my god oh my god like I you know the invasion was happening oh my god the house is on fire you know like where am I gonna live like where like my mind's racing and it was just some stupid stink bug that flew right into the light and started smelling like I was. So like and then i'm yelling fire because i didn't know what to do so i wanted to wake up laura and she's sound asleep like like nothing's happening i'm like oh, that's oh. so now so now if the it was a real fire and it started burning you know i gotta like i don't know i gotta sound like an air horn to wake up laura the bogart who cried stink bug yeah the bogart cried stink bug but yeah stink bugs aren't fun and it it's just smelly all right, so now our next article. Man, I keep moving this thing and it makes a lot of noise. Um, uh, this uh, police officer, uh, well, no, it, basically a police was, uh, I don't know how to explain it, was chasing an armed robber, and here it is. The Cook County State's Attorney's Office has ruled the shooting by a suburban police officer justified, even though he accidentally hit a teenager while aiming for a fleeing bank robber. They say the officer said he didn't see the teen when he opened fire back in 2019 inside a Chicago music store. We should warn you, this video, this piece contains graphic video. It happened in an instant. An armed bank robber who had just shot and grazed a Chicago police officer stormed through a music store. So it's this police officer right now shooting in this music school. That's a Displains police officer firing 10 shots. The bank robber died. <laughs> oh. This second view shows startled music students and Rylan Wilder running for his life after being shot by the Displains police officer. I get in the other room and I'm like, man, what's that pain? And I look down and my shoes are just covered in blood. When the bullet went through, it Ooh. shattered one of the bones in there. Oh. Wilder has endured more than a dozen surgeries as he struggled to regain movement in his arm and regain his ability to perform on stage. A Cook County State's Attorney review of the shooting now calls it justified. While the fleeing suspect was off camera, lab analysis and an autopsy determined he had turned back toward the officer and raised his weapon. The displays officer told investigators he simply didn't see the teen who was also in his line of fire. The review found the angles in the videos support Officer Armstrong's statement that while he was focused to his right firing at Willis, he did not see Wilder to his yeah, left. They have to Thus, there is no credible evidence to indicate that Officer Armstrong intended to shoot Wilder. Wilder's family is now suing Displains police, arguing the officer's conduct was simply reckless. He had a weapon of war, and uh, you know he also had a uh, handgun on him as well. So he chose to fire this uh, AR-15, and uh, that's what did the horrific damage to Ryland's left arm. I mean, it blew a significant hole through Ryland's arm, the muscle, the tissue. 
the blood vessels, the nerves, the veins. So uh, certainly could it have been worse? Yeah, but it was is almost as bad as it can get for Ryland Wilder. The state's attorney's office did not inform Ryland Wilder's family of its decision. They found out when the filing was posted online. The family told me last year, Desplaines police never even picked up the phone to check on the condition of the young man one of their officers accidentally shot. Nothing. Not one thing. Would that matter to you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they completely, like, I don't want to say like ruin my life, but like they took away a huge part of it that I love to do. And, um, and they just don't say anything. Last year, more than a year and a half after the shooting, the Displains police chief suggested to reporters it may not have been his officer who hit Ryland Wilder. The oh. state's attorney found no evidence to support that theory. Today, Chief Dave Anderson did not respond to our request for comment. So now this is an old news article. I saw, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a little old. Um, but uh, so their fan. Oh, it's gonna. I've been looking for product. Um, so um, they won the lawsuit. It was one point nine million dollars. I could be wrong on that the the point nine part, but it was over a million dollars. Did you want my input yeah? On that's that? that's so, what you're but that looks to me like it was a I, I didn't we couldn't see off camera like where that opened up it looked mm -hmm. like a very small corridor mm -hmm. so this teen was walking back right yeah and he sees the armed robber come th come that way right mm -hmm. and his i don't know if he saw the police officer but he turned around and went like towards the police officer towards the police officer to get into that room mm -hmm. Now, you know, tempers are flaring, adrenaline's kicking in, you're scared out of your mind. Mm -hmm. You might not be making the best decisions there. That was probably the worst trajectory he could have gone in, mm -hmm. was like running parallel or right in between. Like, I, what I'm saying is like, I didn't see where, like, if it was a, it's just a long corridor that was narrow. Yeah, it was, it was just... Was, did it open up into like a lobby section? Could he have gone anywhere else than... Was there any other safe place? Like, was there even, like, maybe something off to the left? He ran back towards the police officer and then to the right. Yeah. And he got nicked there. <laughs> so, he's a kid. Yeah. You you know, your f stuff's flying. I would say, you know, you're in a, in a situation where a cop's got his gun up. Hit the freaking deck, man. Hit, yeah. the, hit the ground. Yeah. Like, you don't know where bullets are going to go. Hit the ground. And I'll tell you why. Because that police officer... They are trained, and this is the this is the argument. Like, why don't you aim for the head, or aim for the, not the head? Why don't you aim for the leg or the arm of of some robber? Because it's extremely difficult to manage and minimize damage when you're shooting for a very small portion of somebody's body. Mm -hmm. So, police officers are trained to go for center mass. That is your torso. It's the biggest area of you. And if you are posing a lethal threat to your to other people around you or the police officer, they will shoot you right in that torso area, which will I mean, it'll kill you eventually, but so knowing that this is for me, I, I don't know about this kid knowing that he's going to shoot for center mass. I'm hitting the ground. Like, yeah, I'm going as low as I can, which that would have been a little bit of a better play. I, I don't really see the, the, the discussion about like he could have used a pistol. I mean, that's, that's like a stupid bogus argument. Yeah. Man. He had his, he had his rifle ready. This 
bank robber already shot at the at the cop. Like it's just mm-hmm. a terrible story all around. But yeah, like it should go to show. It should really um, enforce the idea that if you're in a situation where like you see a cop having a gun, hit the freaking ground, man. Just yeah, ground hands on your head or whatever. You don't know who they're aiming at, whatever. Like just hit the yeah. freaking deck. Just hit the ground. Yeah, don't don't run. Certainly don't run towards, towards the, cop. the cop. Run like left or right, like just as left and right as you can go, or hit the ground. Like it's it sucks. He got hit in the arm. I think he's I think he's lucky he got hit in the arm. Yeah, with how close he was and where, like I said, where the cop, the uh, police officer was pointing the gun. He's aiming for center mass. He's lucky he didn't get one in the freaking liver or the the lungs. Yeah. He's really lucky that he just got grazed there. But yeah, all around, I think that's just a sad story. I don't really think it's anyone else's fault other than that guy who robbed the, the store. Now, do you think <laughs> the one point whatever million dollars um, is like a justified amount? You think? I, I you see. This is my. This is my. See, theory. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, so you know, cops <laughs> are here to serve and protect, right? Correct. You know, yeah. so, um, so if a cop is shooting at a suspect that could be dangerous to other people and you're in the crossfire, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why he's trying to protect you. So why are you suing the police officers? I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I I mean, it's, they're here to serve and protect. Um, now if the cop was like thinking that the kid was the armed robber and started shooting him, and he got injured. That's yes, story. that's a whole different story. That's a whole, you know, I would sue the living crap out of him. But it, it's just a cop that, you know, this kid got in the crossfire. I don't, I just don't think that it's justified. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my personal thought about cops and authority are not great. You know, I don't, I don't say I don't hate police, but I just, you know, some of the decisions they make, like these detectives and whatnot, um, you know, I don't know. So I thought that was an interesting story. I thought that maybe, uh, you know, it was, uh, I don't know. But uh, all right. So next on our plate is hold on uh oh so this is an old video and i wanted to uh talk about it but it's this judge that got basically jumped by by one of uh the people that uh she was senses senses this is like one of the most wild videos i've seen of like a courtroom in a long oh yeah this is crazy so here's the video we'll play it i'm sure you guys seen it uh but we'll talk about it Boom. Oh. Look at the lawyer punching the I don't know if it was a lawyer or whatnot, but uh, I wonder if this bailiff. I wonder if this is a different view. Let's play this one. Our team coverage continues with 13 Chief Investigator Darcy Spears. That's right, and Darcy, you've been digging into Redden's criminal history here, and what he told the court before all of that chaos. 
Tricia, it appears that Redden is an example of how the system can fail mentally ill defendants. His attorney explained that Redden has been diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. He'd been through mental health court twice amid a string of violent crimes. For the case today, he was initially charged with assault with a deadly weapon, but pled it down to attempted battery with substantial bodily harm. Mr. Redden, is there anything you want to say on your own behalf before I pronounce sentence? Um, so basically, I would like to tell the courts everyone here, like, based on my criminal history, like, I feel, I feel that, like, I shouldn't be, like, sent to prison for a second time. Um, Have you looked at your criminal history? Um, Have you looked at your criminal history? I actually just, um, I look at it. I mean, you lived it, I suppose. I just looked at it, yeah. Yeah. No. Three felonies, a gross, yeah. nine misdemeanors, multiple DVs. Got a lot going on, sir. Yeah. Got a lot going on, sir. Battery on a protected person, robberies. Attempt home invasion. Court records show Judge Holthus oversaw one of Redden's previous cases for malicious destruction of property that was in court as recently as October. The two have history. a calm and matter-of-fact yeah, I mean, exchange with Redden no, they, telling they the, judge the judge he's a changed oh, really? man, she even indicating that he understands oh. she must do what she feels is right in deciding whether to send him to prison for a second time. I, I just figure, like, I'm, I'm in a better place in my mind. I'm meant to both my, I have a support system. I just got hired as a teamster for, you know, the union, you know, making $20 an hour. And, like, the, the reason behind every single domestic violence, I've been dealing with mental health, and I didn't know that I was dealing with mental health. And they put me in mental health court, and I still didn't know that I had a mental health problem until it was August 2022 when I realized I have a problem with this. Oh, and, like, having a dictionary, like, understanding myself, getting to know myself a little bit. Is that Biggie Smalls on this? Applying to my personality and, and, and having a baby at, at that moment in those instances and just, like, trying to learn from my mistakes, you know? And I, I feel like I shouldn't be sent to prison. But if it's appropriate for you, then you have to do what you have to do. But I figured that you know, if I'm in a better place in my life, I'm not doing drugs, I'm not, you know, I'm not out there committing crimes now, you know, and I feel like I should be given a shot because I'm in a better place than I was then, you know, so but that's I'm a, I'm a person who never stops trying to do the right thing, no matter how hard it is. And I, I just well, he sounds so innocent when he's like explaining. He's definitely laying down a word salad here. Yeah. He says he's done the best he can in light of his mental health issues. His attorney explained that the 30-year-old does not have a high school diploma and planned to pursue that while training for a new job he'd just gotten with the Teamsters, telling the judge Redden will do well on probation and is worth the risk. I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court in the aftermath of the attack, panic ensues as it's clear more help is needed in the courtroom. Just imagining you're in court for like a speeding ticket and this shit happens.
off camera, down on the ground behind the bench, Redden appears to be in the throes of a psychotic break, yelling unintelligibly and loudly clapping. No doubt lots of questions to be answered in the wake of this, including inquiries into the possible failure of the system in dealing with mentally ill repeat offenders and, of course, any shortcomings in courtroom security. Again, the district court says they are reviewing right. protocols. Which um, so now... <laughs> Yeah, I got, um, this this guy when he was like, oh, you know, I'm in a better place, you know, he sounded really like sincere, but the whole going to court with a Biggie Smalls hoodie on, and like looking like just you like a Saturday night out, I don't think the judge is going to take you that seriously. I don't know. It's all about appearances these days. It, I think. it is. It is. Especially in court, uh, yeah. Like, how could his freaking lawyer look at him, look at him that day, and be like, "Yeah, man, you're ready to face charges today." He didn't say, "No, dude, go home, go get a, a tie. You work a job, you got money, go get mm -hmm. a freaking suit. If not, you know, I'll get you a suit. We'll bump up the the rate a, a tiny bit, but I'll get you a nice suit. We'll we'll try our best at this case, but you're not going in there with a freaking Biggie Smalls, and Biggie long Sm sleeve tee, and some yeah. sweatpants, uh. like." If if appearances ever matter, it's right it's right then and there when you're facing down your charges. I mean, yeah, he plead he pleaded his case, but I think and this is the thing, man, the whole mental illness thing. I don't know. It's just like, well, do you think that this person was turning around his life, or was it just the whole hogwash to get a lesser sentence? I, I don't know. I I mean, I I never know. It's just you have to adjudicate and bring justice to what what the reality. Is. Like we can't know what's going on in somebody's mind yes obviously mental health plays an impact but you know it's not it's prison is not rehabilitation first it's not rehabilitation first but, but i don't believe that i think prison is to punish crime like it's to its main goal is to deter crime so that other people don't commit those crimes they see the sentencing, they see the the effects of the crime and what the sentencing will be, and they say, holy crap, I'm not going to go do this. I'm not going to go steal something because my life will be ruined. I'm not going to go kill somebody because my life could be in jeopardy in some states. I could I could die. Mm -hmm. The whole point of prison and injustice is to bring justice to crimes. It's not for rehabilitation. That is a secondary aspect, I believe, of prison mm -hmm. where you can get rehabilitated, but the very first aspect is to, is to punish. So you can plead your case all you want, really, but if you are guilty of those crimes, you have to pay. Now, the better thing he could have done was, because he did say in the videos, like, you got to do what you got to do. Like he, yeah. said, he said, if you do, if you have to give me the sentence, you got to do it. I think that's a great line. You should have just been like, you know what? And if he'd said that, maybe the judge might have given him a little leniency. Little leniency. Maybe he, he would have served his time. Could have, you know, you can always get out on good behavior too, mm. but, you know, doing what he just did there his life is over, man. It's, it's done. I mean, that's, yeah, I think he just, uh, he just sealed the deal. I think. Yeah. You know, I mean? you know jumping, jumping on a judge, you know, that that's, that's like attempted murder almost. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, it's certainly, it's just certainly whatever he had, man, he just took it a hundred levels yeah. deeper. So yeah. All right. Uh, that, that was the wild, one of the wildest videos I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, he I have really cleared that that he, landing too. He cleared that whole table thing. Uh, that thing's like, isn't that like six feet off the ground? Oh yeah, it's pretty. Tall. And he freaking cleared that yeah. with one hurdle. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. What um, 
what are those uh, athletes that jump over like it's like a rod and they jump over the, long, the pole jump? Pole jump, yeah. He would be a perfect pole jumper, man. Just like he jumped over that thing, like his body was sideways, midair. Oh yeah, he grabbed her, he her and just yeah, he he should play. Well, he's gonna be in jail for the rest of his life. But I mean, if he w- wasn't gonna be in jail, he should pick up that sport. Um, I don't know if I want to play this story. I'm just going to, um, basically, uh, this kid. Oh, one last thing too. Uh, like, yeah, I've heard that, you know, attacking a woman in jail does not get, does not give you a really high reputation. Oh no. Like child abuse and child predators and like people who assault women, they, they, they have the lowest ranking on the totem pole in, in prisons. No. So he's, he's in for a ride, I think, unfortunately. Well, so. I don't know if I'm going to play this news article. Um, it was a wrestler uh, punching another kid. Um, I'll see if I can just find the part and then we'll go from there. Uh, yeah, so this kid, uh, he was in a wrestling competition and he got punched in the face by his component or whatever other person. Component. Yeah, component. Won the match by Tech Fall. Um, and when they came to the circle, Cooper extended his hand to shake his hand, and um, that's when the assault happened. <laughs> Cooper, in the orange and gray singlet, goes in to shake his competitor's hand. Then the Main West High School student sucker punched. In the face. Oh, I balled up because you know I don't want to get hit again, and I don't want to retaliate. I've never seen this. You know, there's like multiple big national tournaments that you see people in the finals. They're not even upset with their loss or. You know, at any any tournament, I've never seen this before. So for it to happen to me, I was I was very shocked. The Hill family called the police, and after discussing <laughs> what happened, decided to file a report. We are fortunate Cooper could have been hurt so much worse, um, and we don't want to see that happen to anybody else. The Hills also tell us USA Wrestling has suspended the wrestler involved for a year. And I think the suspension will give him some some time to like really think about what he did wrong. And um, I, I don't wish any like bad things upon the family. I don't wish anything bad for him. I wish the best for us them. Um, I think the suspension is should help clear their minds up and make them act right. All right. So now, <laughs> all right. Yeah, you want to go? Yeah. All right. So now, these days, it just seems like you know. When I was a kid and someone punches another kid or whatnot, you, you either get uh, detention or whatnot. Now you got to get a police and, uh, report in and stuff like that. It's just, it's a, it's just a new world now where the littlest things can, or like if, let's say I was a dad to the kid that got punched, right? This is what I was about to say this. Yeah, if I, I was... The father and my kid got punched by another kid. I would just be like, "You go after him and you defend yourself. You do not, you know, you know, let oh, our yeah. family name down." So yeah, I was about to say like if if that was me and my dad, uh, Millis, one second. I mean, like I was gonna ask like where was his dad, the kid that got but, like my dad. It wouldn't even be a second thought, and I would like to think that. I I mean for my kid too. I mean. Somebody like punches him right in the face. My dad would be all over that kid, like oh yeah, beating him into the ground, like mm. se- like I, severely. It would be, it would be bad if 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 my dad like that was if that was my if that was yeah. me in my, that situation. Secondly, 
you know, wrestling, football, these contact sports, they get a lot of males, they get a lot of male aggression, and it's yeah. I think it's a healthy outlet for that male aggression. It is, because we're guys, mm-hmm. we get, we... We go through. I mean, it's hard being a guy in in the world. It just is. And so we get. We have to have our outlets for things. Wrestling. You know, it's good, fair competition. You're in there. You're wrestling a guy. You get your aggression out. Mm-hmm. It's in the. It's it's um. Scaled back. You know, you you can't kick him in the nuts. You can't. You know, it's it's polite wrestling. It's it's polite as you can get. You're yeah. still grappling the guy, but it it has some sort of honor to it, mm-hmm. some sort of valor and honor. That what that kid did there just completely erases it. And it, it demoralizes the entire point of wrestling, which is to promote healthy, physical, you know, competition between guys, mm-hmm. I think. So, you know, get, get all your anger out on the mat. Get it all out. And if you lose, you lose, man. Shake his hand. That, have some freaking honor in your life. Have some sort of honor. Yeah. I think it's just disgusting. You punch some guy after losing. You sucker punch him. After, as he's extending his... His arm. His he, was, he, was just, he was... He wasn't like... He wasn't t- like riding the pony over him while he's knocked out. He wasn't yeah. like, you know, dancing on him and, and, and stuff like that. He was he was saying, you know, good game. You know, that... Shake your hand, man. That The, the dad of that kid who punched him failed him as a father. Mm-hmm. Failed him. Absolutely as a yeah. father. That's just bad. Yeah. There was... So this... When I was playing soccer, there was this one kid that... Um, Basically was not having a good day and he was pissed off and everything, blah, 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 blah. So I remember the kid was running with the the soccer ball towards the other goal. The kid pushes him on the back. The kid flies forward, face plants onto the ground. That kid got, I think got kicked off the team at our high school. And it's just... I don't know. Now, if that happened today, there would be a whole police. Like, it would be like five police cars, you know, a kid pushes another kid. It's just... You you really think so? Oh, yeah. Today's world? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely depends. It's definitely been different. A lot of stuff is less settled on the field, is what you're saying. Like, when you grew up, stuff was settled right then and there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... My best friend and I got in a fist fight in the cafeteria at our high school. We both got suspended for a day. And I remember my parents were like, good thing you defended yourself. Like, good thing you stuck up for yourself. Don't let anyone, like, beat the crap out of you and make you feel bad. You defend yourself. You you do what you got to do. The consequences weren't that great because I got suspended. But, I mean, it's it's you defend yourself. Like, like, let's say a, a a guy with a gun pointed at you. Would you, you know, cowardly go away or defend yourself? It's just that defending yourself is the right thing to do. I think that would I, that's what I'm going to tell my kid. That's what, you know, yeah. it just, I don't know. It's, know. it's a new world, man. Like, there's stories about people like... <coughs> like walking their dogs in front of people's houses and it's like, Oh, well you're not my property. I'm calling the cops. It's a Scott into his world where we have to call the cops for everything. Now it's ridiculous. And when we do call them, we run at them while they're shooting a guy behind yeah. us. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. And then sue him. Sue. Just fucking sue. Him. All right. Uh, this is our last news article. Oh, so this is, this is going to be for you. All right. Let's hear it. So there's this guy on Shark Tank that had a uh, an idea, and it's I like I think I might have seen this. Yeah, it's I'm thinking about getting this. 
I'm thinking about getting one of these and getting a guitar. Dude, and uh, you got me, man. You don't need one of those. Just have me. Yeah, but see, th- I don't I know. I want a low weight. I mean, it'll only be like 100 bucks an hour. So this thing is called the Chord Buddy. Uh, it attaches to your guitar, and it's basically a beginner's guide to playing a t- t- guitar and teaching you how to uh, put your fingers on different chords and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, so, but this thing, I think it's pretty badass. Oh, Hey, guys, Travis from Chord Buddy here. Chord Buddy uh, here. Chord Buddy. Veterans Day just around the corner, and I wanted to do a special song, teach it to you on Chord Buddy, which I invented. It's training wheels for the guitar. Uh, it's probably, hands down, the best way, if you're a beginner learning guitar, to learn without frustration. And 70% quit because they get frustrated but not with Chord Buddy. We teach you just pushing buttons to start with, learning your rhythm and timing, and then you remove this and start making the chords, removing the taps one at a time. So easiest way in the world to learn guitar, and you can be playing this song today. So it's Veterans Day. Uh, and so on a serious note, keep veterans in mind. Uh, we're in a tough place right now, guys, worldwide. All right, this guy's getting really boring. Um, so basically, uh, the chord buddy, you know, I explained a little bit about it. But uh, so this was on Shark Tank, and now they're worth, what was it, six million? Around six or seven million. Oh, man. Just for a piece of plastic you put on a guitar, six million bucks. Ugh. Net, too. They Net. grossed a lot more than that. But just, depend, depends on how much they cost to make and stuff like that. It's probably nothing. It's just plastic and... Oh, they 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 probably send it off to China. China made it for like yeah two pennies, and then they sell it for like twenty bucks. It's just I want to come up with something so I can make a lot of money, so I don't have to work anymore. Like I what was it? Uh, an old uh, coworker of mine that worked where I work now. Uh, we were just the, we spent the whole day we were working and we we're like let's come up with this stupid idea to make us a lot of money and we <laughs> we're shooting back and forth we're like yeah you know this could work but then was we, I there for that I think so maybe yeah, yeah. so we were just trying to <laughs> sh- spit uh, spitball spitball like different ways to make money and it just we always came up with a good idea but it always had a shitty consequence so i mean it's just i need to come up with something like this and uh you know i don't know go on shark tank make a million dollars and never have to work a day in my life again see we've talked about what we would do with a million dollars but i would start my own internet uh uh comedy uh network and see if I can get it on Sirius Satellite Radio. That's what I would do. But I mean, I would have to get, I would have to make some idea. And, you know, it's a lot oh, yeah. of work. It's a lot of work. I don't know. Money, getting money isn't easy anymore. It isn't. You have to go, well, unless you're like some stockbroker or something like that that just sits in front of a computer and trades stocks all day. That's pretty I, easy. I think, uh, I think getting money, well, inflation aside, we're going to talk inflation aside, getting money. Is is easy. What's mm-hmm. the difficult part is learning how to live with the money you, you have. Yeah, uh, that is true because like accepting lo- the lifestyle that your money can give you. That's the tough part for all of us. Yeah, we want a lifestyle. A lot of us want the lifestyle that we just don't aren't able to have. But getting mm-hmm. the money is as easy as getting going to work, clocking in. For some people, yeah. Other people just going in, getting paid your salary, coming home, 
that's the tough part is is learning how to live with what you got and being uh, appreciative of the things you got in life. That's the hard part. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's just, I don't know. I hate this uh, this feeling that I don't make enough money. Like, I, yeah. it's just, it. when you get it to be my age and start paying homeowners insurance, start paying all this kind of stuff, it just seems like you're, you get your money and then it's gone within a day. Like, it's just, you pay bills, You it's just, it's gone. And, you know, uh, it, I hate that feeling, but, I mean, it's a, it's a part of being an adult, I guess. It it sucks, but, I don't know, but. Uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to tell you something. I might be going to Vegas. You I might, might. It, so it's turned from a you are to a you might now. Ah, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a might. It's a might? Okay. It's a it's, might. Yeah, I might be going to Vegas. Uh, you know, a, a, uh, I might be happy for you. <laughs> I might be happy for you, but uh, I might be going to Vegas. Uh, I'm going to do my goal is when I get to Vegas, my goal is to put a hundred dollars down on red at a roulette table. That's my main goal. Evan's been watching the Hangover movies like nonstop. Yeah, since. he's got a game plan. He wants to live out the plot of Hangover. Anyway, yeah. Well, I mean, without the drinking part, but um, but yeah, I mean, so just I, over, I guess. I, you know, I've been watching a lot of TikToks to, to see what there is to do in Vegas and stuff like that. And, like, some of them really scare me and some of them, you know, are pretty cool. Like, they were like, one of them was like, oh, well, don't go down this alley because you might get mugged. And like, and, like, all these, like, don't go to this casino because it's, like, run down and it has drug addicts living in it. I think there's a it. website called, like, willigetmugged.com. You just type in a, a, an address. They See, that's the million-dollar idea. There it is. Right there. There Will it I is. Get mugged. <laughs> you type in any street address, and it shows you the crime report for the last 30 days or year of that one address. Yeah. Willigetmugged.com. There we go. That is a good idea. And uh, we'll end it with that. Oh, uh, no. Uh, we got the uh, Super Bowl commercial. Oh yeah, the Super Bowl commercial. You guys have got to see this. It is a work of art. I, I don't. I don't remember since like the Mona Lisa there being a better work of art that has shaped culture, has shaped society, has had an impact on my life and my you know my my health and my wellness. And it's just it's brought me out of a deep dark place. This commercial is a saving grace. It really is. And yeah. Yeah, Nick showed me this uh, Super Bowl ad, and I was like, man, this is pretty good. So this is a Paramount Plus uh, Super Bowl ad. Uh, Streaming service. Streaming service. All the Paramount stuff. Yeah, you could get like movies, TV shows on uh, CBS Network. Uh, So this is the Super Bowl commercial for the 2024 Super Bowl. On Paramount Mountain, the stakes get higher. I mean, I, I can't get that thing up there. If it were a football, I'd be able to reach the top. What about a football-shaped head? We throw the child. It's Hey Guts Arnold from Nickelodeon. What? No, that's dumb thinking. He's not throwing Arnold. Throw him. Throw him. Throw him. Throw him. Hey, do you want an immunity idol? Throw him. What? You can't throw a child at a wall. Lattimore, shut your face! <laughs> Unless you prefer to freeze to death. <laughs> I'm not going to throw a kid. <laughs> not built for the moment, I see. Fine. I'll throw him. 
Yeah. Creeps here. Watch and learn. Dang, he's cool. Dang, he's cool. It's the fifth quarter, and we need a hole in one before the seventh inning stretch. Be brave. Pip -pip. Hike. Oh man. I just threw him higher. <laughs> Come on. To a place where we won't There's me, freeze. the Creed tramp stamp. Yeah. He just threw me high. I'm good. So close. How are we gonna get up there? Now if there were only someone made of pigskin. Bingo. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I hope a lot of the Super Bowl commercials are like that. That has got to be the best one I've seen ever. And it's not definitely not because I'm partial to Creed. That our, our old co-worker sent me that. He's like, you got to see this. I'm like, what is this stupid crap? And I watched it and I'm like, this is just the most magical thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean... There was like a couple of Super Bowl commercials that like uh, were banned. I I don't remember which ones they were like. They submit them to the NFL and the NFL has to approve them. And there's like a whole laundry list. Maybe, maybe after maybe the next episode I'll uh, find the list of these like banned Super Bowl commercials. But there was a one from GoDaddy.com. It was like basically like a soft version of porn and stuff oh like that. i think i've seen these youtube this youtube video yeah yeah it was just like yeah. these uh these super bowl mo uh, commercials that were banned rejects they didn't make the cut but um all right well that was the bogart podcast this week great way uh, to end it yeah it was it was a good episode i i like this episode it was good yep. um i'm gonna definitely uh um you know get this up as soon as possible um yeah uh so on the next episode of the Bogar podcast, we have a Matt Dali is going to be in the building. Uh, this is going to be exciting. Um, he is a pro skier from, uh, you know, uh, back in the day. He, he doesn't really ski much anymore. He's more into, con or, uh, you know, uh, controversies and stuff like that on the Internet. And uh, it's going to be a good episode. You guys got to stay tuned for that. So until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Woo! This has been a Beer Pirate Radio production.